Hello and good morning. It is Friday. It is July 14th, 2023. Can you believe we are almost all, all, we're almost halfway through July. Summer's, you know, not going to be here a whole lot longer. I hope you get a chance to get outside and enjoy the weather, enjoy some nice times. It looks like it's sunny right now. It's supposed to rain a little later today, but we'll see what happens. Hey, listen, I want to invite you to check out the link in the comments about the next level communication, how to elevate your business with a via cloud office. That's a lunch and learn that we are going to be doing at Advantage Technology over at the Charleston Coliseum and Convention Center. You know, if you're in a situation with with your business or, um, you know, you know somebody that's in this situation where they have all kinds of different types of communication going on, they've got Zoom, they've got uh, text messaging, they're messaging each other on LinkedIn and Facebook and all these different things, this will be a really great lunch and learn for you. You can learn about the Avaya Cloud Office that combines all of those things. It combines calling, chats, meeting and collaboration, file and desktop sharing, task management, everything all in one app. It's a unified communication tool. It's really cool and it's totally free to uh, come join us at the Lunch and Learn. And I want to invite you to do that. Just click the link, sign up, and we will see you there. Well, today I've got somebody very cool. We're going to be talking something a little bit different than what we usually talk. Typically, we like on the Canal Valley Hustlers podcast to talk to people that are hustling and working. And I don't want to imply that my guest here isn't hustling and working, but he is more tapped into the workforce side of the Kanawha Valley, and he is definitely hustling, but in a little bit of a different role. He's not an entrepreneurial role. He is with the Economic Development Office in, uh, in the, uh, the state government. He's a great guy. His name is Nick Nunnery, and he is the Apprenticeship Program Coordinator and also works at Tourism there. So I want to go ahead and bring Nick up to tell us a little bit more about what he does. Nick, tell me, buddy. What's your hustle? Oh, uh, thank you for uh, having me, Joe. It's uh, I've been looking forward to this all week for a chance to talk about some of the programs that we have available through the Office of Economic Development. Um, but what my hustle really is, is um, I hustle uh, grants for training opportunities to uh, businesses that can offer it to their employees, uh, resulting in <clears throat> credentials, um, some certifications on also uh, possible pay raises as their skills upgrade. Because uh, as we all know, the more valuable your skills are, the more money you sh uh, could possibly be entitled to. Right. And that makes total sense. And I know you do a lot of work with, uh, you know, statistics and the labor market and some of that kind of stuff. Can you tell me just a little bit, do you have any kind of information about the labor, labor market here in the Canal Valley in West Virginia? Uh, yeah, well, um, as uh, as a whole, uh, with uh, the state uh, labor market information, uh, right now we are sitting at a three point three percent unemployment rate, which is one of the low, which is practically the lowest it's been since uh, we've been keeping records of unemployment. So oh, that's, wow, a good that's great. Um, but one thing that is a little bit concerning is that we do have uh, currently a fifty four point seven percent labor participation rate. Uh, in the state of West Virginia. And what that means is that um, basically anyone from 16 years old and up, uh, only 54% or 54.7% of those people are actually working full time. Now, the uh, national average of uh, the labor participation rate is 62.2%, but that's kind of a historical norm. 
state of West Virginia, we've always had a lower, uh, well, one of the lowest labor participation rates in the nation. Um, so that is kind of uh, been a project of ours uh, in some aspects is to try to get that number up, try to get more West Virginians working full time and earning a livable and, valu- and valuable wage. Now, do you guys work primarily, do you guys work with entrepreneurs or with larger businesses or, or just anybody when it comes to workforce development? That's a very good question because a lot of people think that we only work with the larger corporations. Uh, if you've been paying attention to the news with uh, <clears throat> employers coming in, you hear uh, about 500 jobs here, five, uh, $500 million investment here, and things of that nature happening. We do work with the large businesses, but we also work with the small businesses as well. We we actually prefer to work with the small businesses because those are the backbones of the economy. Uh, We are certainly welcoming welcome to uh, large large corporations as well. We should because that is a huge tax base for West Virginia and West Virginia citizens. But we also want to make sure that our small businesses uh, are less than five hundred employees or even two to five employees have a fair shot at the, at the market and are able to take some of the advantages of the incentives that the state of West Virginia has to offer to the businesses. Now, West Virginia's got a pretty strong entrepreneurial, I mean, the kind of the small business is kind of the backbone of, you know, business, the kind of the broader business community in West Virginia, isn't it? Yeah, I believe that the, the last number I looked at, it was about 50% of the businesses in West Virginia are small businesses. That number has probably gone up. Um, recently just due to COVID people uh, leaving the workforce starting their own businesses which is a fantastic um, incentive that's been taken uh, has been taken on by some of our entrepreneurial communities and definitely hats off to those individuals who are making um, making businesses uh, creating payroll jobs and keeping that money in West Virginia, so it doesn't go out to other states, and we want to keep as much home as we can. I'm really curious if you know, and if you don't know, that's fine, but is there any kind of, do you see any kind of difference like in generations when it comes to the uh, the labor force participation? Is that showing up in any way? That is showing up in some instances, um, but um, it's not what a lot of people would actually think, because a lot of we always hear uh, how younger generations don't have much of a work ethic. They uh, really don't want to show up they, and things of that nature. We always, we, we hear about that all the time. Yeah. But there are, have been a many uh, great initiatives engaged and focusing youth people, uh, people of youth. And when I say youth, I mean 16 to 24, because that's how we break down the age bracket. But we are starting to see a lot more initiatives towards youth entrepreneurship, youth apprentices, and uh, youth in school, uh, in school working. People who are kids who are, for example, maybe entering their junior, senior year of high school, they're actually getting more jobs than what uh, previous generations have done. Either be oh, that's part-time, great. Uh, part-time jobs or full-time jobs. Do you know if any of that is being driven by this whole concept of like the gig economy? I know I've talked to a lot of people that are a lot of, I wouldn't call them kids, but you know, that kind of like 20 year old, uh, early 20 mm-hmm. type type range 
they seem to be I've talked to a lot of people that age that are doing a lot of the gig stuff like Uber and uh, you know Grubhub and like those types of things where they just use apps they don't really have a job they just kind of you know get gigs are you seeing any of that impacting that does that uh, is a very good question because it does have some kind of uh, some sort of an impact on that and that is where some of that negative connotation came uh, has come from that I mentioned earlier that people kids kids We'll just say that, but uh, that's what we always hear. Um, but we're the, starting yeah, to get old younger. when we're calling the young people kids, right? Right. Uh, but uh, no, that is one thing that is being overlooked is due to the gig economy. I mean, like you said, Uber, Lyft, Grubhub, DoorDash, even content create uh, creations, yep. big time. Yep. Um, it's just the as it's kind of more like the mind shift has changed uh, uh, as opposed to going to work for a company. They want to go work for themselves. They want to be their own boss. They want to set their own hours, which truth be told, that's the American dream that yep. we had, our parents had, be your own boss, set your own hours. So they are definitely establishing the new age uh, entrepreneurship, as I like to call it. Well, tell me a little bit as we start to wrap up here. I'm really curious because you had mentioned um, apprenticeships a little bit. Uh, tell mm -hmm. me a little bit about your apprenticeship programs and what you do to help foster apprenticeships. Well, uh, what we do to help uh, apprenticeships is we um, any um, company that's might be looking at uh, doing an apprenticeship or trying to figure out where to start. What do we do? Do we just sit there and say, "Oh, I'm we're doing an apprenticeships"? Uh, we help them pretty much set forth a roadmap of what it, uh, being able to identify the uh, apprenticeship that you want to start, the uh, connections that you would have to make as far as doing some classroom or out of classroom training, and also getting it established and worked through as well as uh, working it out through completion. We do have some grants that are available to help out with apprenticeships and any type of training really it doesn't even have to be an apprenticeship or it could be a non-apprenticeship called our Governor's Guaranteed Workforce Program. And that program uh, can offer training reimbursements uh, from $500 up to $2,000 per uh, individual being trained with, uh, and it would obviously cap out at 50% of the training costs. Uh, and we encourage those, uh, training curriculums uh, to be able to provide their employees with a credential or a certification or some type, even some type of degree if it's a uh, with an apprenticeship. Say, for example, um, I'm just going to throw this out there. Say if it's a, a nursing program uh, that wants to do an apprenticeship. While uh, they're doing an apprenticeship, those students or those uh, employees can actually earn an associate's degree while they're going through an apprenticeship, while they're earning money and a livable wage and increasing not only their individual outcome, but also the company outcome, making their company stronger, better, and have a more strong, skilled work, uh, workforce. Awesome. Well, Nick, uh, let me know what can people do if they're interested in getting more information about the apprenticeship program or getting more information about grants and some other things. How, how, how's the best way to reach out? The best way to reach out is to uh, go ahead and uh, email me at nicholas.w.nunnery, N-U-N-N-E-R-Y, at wv.gov. Um, there is also a website that launched through the state called wv.grants.gov. 
www.grantsdata.gov, which has a list of all the grants that are available to the state and federal grants for training, payroll reimbursement, um, block grants, uh, several of them. There's like 1,500 grants up there, so I, I can't obviously remember them all. Great. I'll put that link in the comments, too, so that people can click on it. Perfect. All right, Nick. Well, thank you so much for popping on with me today. Is there anything else you want to wrap up with? Um, I believe that's uh, that's pretty much it as, as far as uh, that goes with the timetable that we have. But uh, it was always a pleasure uh, talking to you, Joe. And if any of your viewers or uh, have any uh, questions, they can always reach out to me at the email that we discussed and visit the link that you're putting in the comments. And uh, yeah, just go out there and get it and keep be open to training your workforce and uh, increasing your bottom line. Great, awesome. Thanks, Nick. Hang on for just a second. I'll be right back and say goodbye and then I'll be right back with you, okay? All right, thank you. All right, everybody. Thank you for watching today. Hope that you really enjoyed that. Hope that you got something out of it. Nick's a great guy, so you'll definitely want to reach out to him. Want to remind you about our uh, Next Level Communication Lunch and Learn. Be sure to check that out. Click on the link. Would love to have you there. That's going to be on July 26th at the Charleston Coliseum and Convention Center. Hope that you can come join us. And until next week, have a wonderful day and bye-bye for now.